Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. And welcome back to Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. My name is Shane Ambrose, and I'm joined this week on the program by Father Eamon Fitzgibbon, who is the director of Limerick Diocese Center 2016, and of course our own Martina Sullivan, who happens to be a delegate. Martina, I hadn't realised, I'd kind of forgotten you were a delegate. <laughs> yeah, Shane, that's it. So you're one of these ones that has the voting powers. That's think. right, indeed, yeah. yeah. Now, one of the reasons we have you on this week's programme, of course, is the fact that today, the 18th of October, is actually Synod Sunday in the Diocese of Limerick. So it is one of the Synod Sundays during the year where people are encouraged to pray about the Synod and you know, promote the Synod in various parishes and also to update parishioners as to where things are at. Now, Father Raymond, we have a big piece of news, I suppose, for parishioners and people across the diocese uh, this week and on this particular Synod Sunday, of course, because we have our themes, we have our agenda. That's right, Shane. We've um, selected the six, six themes that will be going forward to the Synod next April. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last time I was speaking with you, we were in the middle of a very extensive listening process. So that concluded early in the summer uh, towards the end of May. That process involved about 4,000 questionnaires, um, lots of different meetings. I think there was nearly 1,500 other people involved in different meetings and gatherings, and lots of your listeners, I'm sure, will have been engaged in that process. So during the summer, uh, throughout the summer months, a group of us spent our time trying to sort and collate all that material that came in. And from that, we had 12 common themes that kind of ran through it all. And then Last uh, Saturday week in the Strand Hotel on the the 3rd of October, we gathered the delegates, of which, as you say, Martina is one. We gathered all the delegates to look at those themes and in a prayerful, reflective way to discern which are the ones we would bring forward to the Synod, because obviously the Synod is only a three-day gathering. You couldn't possibly look at them all. So we had to decide which are the ones that uh, we wanted to bring forward. And that was the role, as you, you mentioned already, the, the voting role, the voting role that the delegates had was to select six from 12 to go forward. So we, we did that and we now have the, tw- the 12 and we have been um, informing people of what those 12 are. And this weekend, this Synod Sunday, delegates are speaking in the churches and presenting those themes to, to people there. Now, before we get into the, the teams itself, I was going to say, Martina, as a delegate, what has been the process like for you as a delegate? We've had Father Raymond on a couple of times telling people about what's been going on. But I suppose, you know, on, uh, you know as he said, you know, the delegates are kind of you know, the, the people that are making the decisions at Synod, if you like. So what has it been like as a delegate? Well, I suppose the first thing I'd say is that it gives us ownership of our parish you know, it's not the work of Father John or Father Joe for us in Abbey Field um, that we have a part to play and we have to come step up to the plate and we have to, you know, it's it's obviously there a refounding of our diocese to a degree because of there will be there will have to be change and that change, please God, will be very fruitful and um, we hope that there will be, from my, even myself personally, that there will be a rediscovery of faith and intermingled with formation. And I suppose it's bringing a new meaning or emphasis on baptism for me, because I remember the first the first big meeting we had in UL. Um, I remember, I'll never forget the sentence that the priest from America said, good Christians never dry off from their baptism. And, you know, this is a big reminder 
I think, for us all that, you know, we are, because of, of the nature of our baptism, we're to go forward and we're, you know, to teach and preach. And first of all, I suppose, I suppose it's, um, and I'm very mindful of it, I, I'm doing a lovely catechism course given by Lorraine Buckley in Newcastle West every Wednesday night. And I think it's very timely that uh, faith formation is a big part for delegates. And that was actually mentioned last Saturday, last Saturday week in Limerick. That it's very important that we we just school ourselves in the faith as best we can because um, we can't, I think, pass on the faith without that. Now, Eamon mentioned, mentioned that last week, of course, you were voting. So I have, you know, some people might have this image of, you know, an ordeshna or a party convention or a trade union, union convention going on. So, like, was a whole lot of, lob- you know, lobbying and voting and argumentation at the whole process of whittling down the, um, the 12 teams to just six? No, it was an experience now that I've never, I've never witnessed before. It was done unbelievably well. It was like the Eurovision, really, um, from the point of view of the first. <laughs> way, the, you know, they were all counted. The first vote got 12 votes and well, all the way, it was whittled all the way down. Uh-huh. But it was done very prayerfully, um, with, helped very much by Jesse Rogers and what was the man's... Martin Kennedy. Martin Kennedy. Two wonderful people. Um, Martin was brilliant for timekeeping and reminding us of where we were at. And then Jesse used to come in and he, she was the voice from heaven, really. And uh, it worked extraordinarily well. And it was, we, we got, you know, we got the results. We were just downstairs and we were being, we were being briefed about the future and what was going to be happening post-Christmas and all the rest. And the next thing we, we heard the news, yeah, the themes are picked and we have our news so okay very good now Eamon we were taught you were, you mentioned that, that the six kind of themes are mm. kind of which are going to be the agenda for next April it's hard to believe it's only a couple of months away that's all um it's only a couple of months away and the time is absolutely flying because it's a very very busy couple of months I loved the fact there, Shane, that Martina used the word ownership because I think it, it captures something of the delegate's role at the moment and what what that role will be going forward because it is the delegates who um, conducted the listening, went out and gathered all the material, but then it was the delegates who assessed that and, as Martina says, prayerfully discerned and selected the themes to go forward. And again, the delegates, part of their role now, she used the word formation, part of their role now is to learn a bit more about these themes and deepen our own understanding and and then come up with firm proposals for action. And again, it'll be the delegates who will be coming up with those. And at the actual Senate, there'll be further um, voting on those proposals for action. What are the proposals for action that we select going forward? So the delegates' role... It's a very responsible role. It's um, it's a very significant task, and I think the word ownership captures that very, very well. Um, and as Martina says, the time ahead really is about formation, deepening our understanding, learning a bit more, so that we can truly take on that responsibility. And that when we go into the Senate, which, as you say, is only a few months away now, six months away, we'll be be well equipped to to discern what the, where the Spirit is leading us and to say where we need to go as, as church. Um, could I just make one point about, you're probably anxious to hear what the six themes are and we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We're keeping your listeners waiting. But could I just say one thing about the, the voting that I found really, really interesting? Because obviously I've been involved in uh, looking at all the material that came in. There was 15 of us involved in analysing that and trying to sort it out and put it into the different themes. 
But the delegates, when they voted and came up with an order from 1 to 12, what they selected 1 to 12 very closely reflected, very closely mirrored what came in from the 4,000 questionnaires and the 1,500 other people who were at various meetings. The order was practically the same, which I thought was really interesting. And I think what it said Mm -hmm. to me was these delegates truly represent the people that they have come from. They are truly representative of the communities which which they were listening with. Mm. Um, the only one that wasn't in the top six initially and that was put there by the delegates was the whole issue of young people. And I think that I think that was a very good choice and um, delighted that they did actually because I think as church we need to be constantly um, looking to how we care for our young people and ensuring that they are involved and participating and listened to in, in our church. Right, well, as you said, let's not keep the, the listeners waiting. So, sure. the, six, the six teams, you've, you've mentioned one of them there, one of which is young people. What were the other five? Yeah, interestingly, the first one was the whole issue of community and sense of belonging. That came out very strongly. It came back very strong in the questionnaires, but it also... Came, came up very strongly from the delegates on the day as well, that it's an area of huge concern, building community and sense of belonging. Another one that came out very strong was pastoral care of the family, mm-hmm. um, which, again, is interesting that the Synod on the family is, 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 is so much in the news now at the moment, that Synod in Rome, and indeed um, the next gathering, which took place in Philadelphia this year, takes place in Dublin in 2018 on the family. But pastoral care of the family was another theme. Faith formation, that whole issue of education, uh, catechesis, forming people in the faith and learning about our faith, that was another theme. And was that one focused more on the school, Damon, or was it kind of everybody? It's everybody, Shane. We actually felt that um, we would put all of that in together, faith formation, education, catechesis, running from primary, secondary, but also adult faith formation, adult education. Um, within that whole area, I mean, obviously things already, um, Martina has mentioned the course that Lorraine is running and the catechism in Newcastle West, but all of that kind of world, but also issues around our schools, our primary schools, which are so much um, part of the debate at the moment. Um, Part of it as well was maybe church teaching and lived reality, that people's lives sometimes can be, you know, quite different to... uh, church teaching and how do we bridge that gap or how do we how do we work on that so all of that is in there all of that is part of that that theme okay another one i just look kind of would catch the eye and it's kind of levels of leadership now what exactly would that entail yeah but what are the things that come up under that theme the new models of leadership one i suppose is a recognition of the fact that uh there's there's a decline, a very significant decline in vocations. Um, our clergy are aging and much reduced in numbers. And the structures that we have in place, they're not sustainable. So we need to find uh, new models. That was part of it. I think also there was a feeling that uh, lay people need to be given far greater ownership and responsibility in our church. There were issues around the place and the role of women in the church and that, that, that voice and a voice that hasn't always been fully respected or listened to. So lots of issues around that, that we need new models which are uh, relevant to our times and which speak to people today and which speak to the culture which we live in. But but a recognition as well that the way we have done things traditionally, uh, the, the way in which our parishes are structured and 
staffed by clergy and religious, all of that is changing very, very significantly and will change radically in the coming years. We know that by the age profile of our clergy. So therefore, we need new models, we need new structures, and that was what was called for there. The other, the last one I suppose on the list, and I personally was glad to see this one coming up, was the issue of life, liturgy and life. Yeah, that one is related to the whole area of how we pray as church, mm. uh, how our community comes together. I suppose for a lot of people, when they think of liturgy, it's really about the Mass, the Sunday Mass. Um, it was a call to make it much more relevant to the lives of people and connect with daily life. Uh, there was some concern maybe around the language in liturgy, homilies, the need for music, uh, the need to ensure that our Mass and our liturgy connects with young people and is appealing to young people. So there was a lot in there that we need to, to look at. All of that is part of that. And there was, like we've, we've, we've listened to a very wide spread of the community and not just the 60 parishes, all 60 parishes engaged in the listening, but 25 other groups and communities engaged as well. For example, we did some listening to people with disabilities, and they spoke about liturgy and mass and the frustration sometimes of access and the environment and things like that. So we we need to uh, include all of that in our deliberations when we're coming up with proposals for action in that area and that theme. Martina, just you know, as a, as a delegate, kind of um, now looking at the six teams, you know, is there anything that strikes you about them in terms of well, the, the things that have surfaced, the things that we're, you know, these are the six priorities we as a diocese have focused on, and you know, is there anything, you know, any any thoughts, you know, that 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 you have on the issue? Yeah, well, I suppose I was lucky that I was, um, I, they were they were my top six as well. Now, I was very fortunate to, I, I met Father Lawrence from the Fires of the Renewal and I booked him for lunch <laughs> the first break because I said I was going to tease out a few things with him and he, he helped me greatly because, you know, there's, there is um, an overflow from the 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 and 12 and, you know, he was able to show me like where one was greater than the other mm. uh, because I was, I, was, I was dithering with regard to a few and like as a result and I got, the, I got we'll say, the six right for, for the want of a better word mm. but you know I suppose from my own point of view I, I when I filled up my form faith formation was the first and catechesis was the first thing I put down so I was very glad to see that mm. but then I'd have a very big grow for you know um, you know the youth and we'll say I do um, children's adoration with the um, first communion classes in Abbey Field and you know that would probably come under um liturgy but it would also co come under pastoral care of the family I suppose in another way so you know there's a huge crossover mm -hmm. and I think you know if you get if you get liturgy life right if you get new models of pastoral leadership leadership right if you get faith formation right and catechesis you'll get a community and a sense of belonging then you know because the spirit is what will that that will be imprinted in the hearts of the people when all of the rest will fall into place Eamon, in terms of, now, we have our six teams, and mm -hmm. so in just, just sticking strictly with the teams for the moment, like, what's, what's next? What, 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 what are kind of the next stages? Um, I might just pick up on something, Shane, first that yeah, Martina no, raised there. I think it's really, really interesting. I thought the delegates, and there was over 300 delegates gathered in the Strand, the vast majority of whom were lay people. I thought they used their votes very wisely and in a very discerning way because... They were given a very difficult task. They were presented with, with 12 themes, 12 very important issues that had come up all throughout the diocese when people were listened to. And then they were asked 
now you have to narrow these down to six. And as Martina says, they took that, that task very seriously. They thought about it, reflected on it, prayed about it, discussed it with others. But the six that they selected, they actually bring in the others that didn't make the cut, if you like. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, new models of leadership, the one you mentioned there, that inevitably involves an examination of the role of women in the church, which was one of the 12. Mm-hmm. It'll inevitably involve exploring ministry Mr. roles, Rose, yeah. which was also one of the yeah. 12. So I thought that that was very interesting. And another one, maybe just to mention, like community, building community, or pastoral care of the family, those will inevitably require that we look at issues of social justice, um, equality, care of the marginalised. If we are going to talk about pastoral care of the family and the many ways in which families um, exist today, we'll inevitably be looking at those. So social justice was another one of the 12 that didn't make the six, but I think it will still be very much part of our, our reflection. Mm-hmm. Care of the earth was a theme. If we're going to talk about community and building communities, mm-hmm. they are, they are care of the earth, the environment, ecological issues, they will all be part of it. So I just wanted to make that point that I thought that delegates... They were they were very wise in, in, in the use of their vote because um, in a funny kind of way, by voting for those six, they almost have managed to keep all Man, 12, the whole lot, yeah. Yeah, all 12 <laughs> on the table in a sense, you know. Which is, which is going to make kind of the, uh, you know, the, I suppose the working on, on the issues and working on the teams a bit more challenging. Yes, indeed. And <clears throat> in the coming weeks and months between now and Christmas, we've kind of put together a program for delegates, a number of meetings. We're calling it People of Limerick, people of God. Now, the people of Limerick bit is where we look at who we are as dioceses. So we've done some research with the geography department of Mary Immaculate College and Dr. Eileen Humphreys from UL. And they are going to present us with a profile of who we are as a diocese. And very interestingly, a profile of every single parish using the census figures, they'll be able to tell us, well, this is the population of your parish. This is the breakdown in terms of age, gender, socioeconomic background, all of that. And that gives us a sense of who we are, and and we need to know that. We need to, to, to look at that. But we'll also be looking at some of the other statistics that we have as a diocese. What is the age profile of our clergy, for example? How many churches have we? How many parishes? What, what about our number of masses? We'll be looking at all of that. That's the people of Limerick bit. And to open up that discussion, we have Dr. Harry Burns coming over from Glasgow, who has done wonderful work on the whole area of wellness, health, and socioeconomic background and the issues that that raises. And he's going to give a keynote address. And then we look at some of the the facts, the figures, the statistics pertaining to Limerick. Actually, those events, Shane, just to mention that they are for delegates, but they're open to anybody else that wants to come along as well. You'd be very welcome on the 28th of October in the Lime Tree Theatre for that, those events. Um, then we look at the People of God piece, which is kind of what does our faith say to us um, about all of this? Earlier, Martina talked about uh, for for herself the whole opening up of what baptism really means. We'd be looking at those kind of issues. What about what Vatican II said 50 years ago around the church being the people of God? And that's very striking in that we are all full, equal members of the church. We all have a role, a responsibility, we all have ownership, we are all called. So we'll be looking at all those issues between now and Christmas. After Christmas, we begin to move towards action, looking at the proposals for action that delegates will come up with around these themes. And they'll they'll make proposals that will go onto the Senate floor and be voted on at the Senate floor in April. So that's kind of the broad flow, the broad movement between now and, and April. 
And in terms of kind of, I suppose, is there any other kind of dates maybe you might want to highlight for people kind of over the next couple of months about, you know, about the synod process or things that are going on? Well, I suppose this weekend we have Synod Sunday, but there will be further Synod Sundays. There's another one uh, planned for early in the new year. 8th of February, yeah. That's right, the 8th of February. And I suppose the next significant date really is the 28th of October. That that date in the Lime Tree Theatre, Dr. Harry Barnes will lead a session and it it runs from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., but it also runs that evening from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., so people have a choice of which one is is most convenient for them. And then afterwards, uh, we'll be on the road, we'll be coming around to local areas and meeting delegates in their own local areas, their own local parishes, and speaking to them about their own parish community and um, teasing some of those issues out around that. Similarly, we'll be doing the other piece, the People of God, that that two nights will be done at local level as well. So those those dates will be made known to uh, people through their own their own parishes and through their delegates. Well, it sounds like it's it's been it's a, a busy couple of weeks ahead for everyone involved with the whole process. I suppose, Martina, you know, looking down, looking ahead, what 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 as a delegate, um, you know, what, what 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 do you hope kind of to see you know in the next couple of months? Well, I suppose um, for the people that will be listening to me on Sunday morning in Abbey Field and then they're probably wondering well what difference is this going to make for me who comes to Mass once a week or every Sunday or whatever so you know I suppose at the end of the day we'll be judged on that with regard to when we're in the shop or when we're at the match that somebody would come up and say well you know what I saw a difference um, this week in our parish because um, A happened or B happened or C happened and I like to see that change coming. That's what kind of, you know, that's the legacy that, we'll, that, that we hope will be left with, that there will be change. And I, you know, I suppose when I, when I was thinking about it, I said, you know, one size doesn't fit all because every parish is different and, you know, we have strong points in every field. They might be weak points in East Limerick or whatever. So, you know, we'll have to just take all that into consideration. And I suppose really the delegates know their own parishes and we'll be able to, please God, with the, with, with the light of heaven, be able to um, make it, make a real input into the strategies for, we'll say, for Abbey Field, for argument's sake. I think what's very interesting as well, Shane, is that um, it's very much a movement towards action. That that's the, the strong sense is that we're getting from delegates mm-hmm. all the time is that this must not be a talk shop, that we mustn't bring people together just to talk and discuss and come up with wonderful policies and uh, great documents that then sit on the shelf, but it needs to move towards action. And interestingly, I think not alone the delegates are saying that, but Bishop Brendan keeps saying to me that this must move towards action. We need to mm-hmm. see action at the end of this. So I think there's, there's a commitment there. And I think that's that's the part for me that is really exciting and really interesting. I think we will, as Martina says, we will see a difference. We will see things happening. Now, at the moment, because uh, the say of that is in the hands of the delegates, I'm not entirely sure what that will will be or what that will entail, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it will involve, certainly it will involve action, movement and change. Well, we look forward to seeing what comes out and from, from, from Senate in April. Obviously, uh, Martina and Eamon, we'll have you back on the programme again before then um, and just to kind of keep us in the loop of what's going on so people know what's going on again, maybe for the next Senate Sunday. All sure. right, so for that, uh, after that p- little uh, piece, John, uh, we'll have our next piece of music. Okay, for our second piece of music, and then, by the way, thank you so much to guys, Father Eamon, Martina, Shane, 
for really keeping us informed on what's going on. Beautiful. And just be assured that our prayers are with you all. So, we can't go out with anything else but a piece of music by Monica Brown from her album Comfort My People. This one very appropriately. Gather your people. So let's hear this. Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.